Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rival and Queen with Ashley and Sarah. Hello, Ashley. Hi, <laughs> how are you? I'm so excited. Me too. It's I'm, been a, a great week. It's been a fantastic week. And this week we've got Sarah Kelly on. So excited to have Sarah on. I think she actually was one of the first people that came to mind when we started this podcast because we were both very drawn to her and what, what, she, what she's up to. I know. I love her from afar. It's so awesome to be able to talk to her for an hour. Basically. Yeah, she's so cool. She always looks great. She's so cool. She's a busy. She's a busy mom and entrepreneur, which is so awesome to see how she's handling everything at once, and she's killing it. Tell us more about Sarah. Who is she? Well, I've known Sarah actually <laughs> for a long time. She kind of got introduced to me through a bunch of different friends, being a Cole Harbor girl. And yeah, I've just always really liked her. We've always got along and hung out and she's always just bossing it, doing lots of things, which is super cool. I I really admire her. I'm like, she just does it. I don't know how she does it, but we're going to shine some more light on kind of how she does those things and what she's been up to. She just launched her new company, Conscious Goods Collective. And a lot of people know her for Sarah Kelly Designs, which is mala workshops and mala beads and necklaces. She sells them. In multiple locations. Beautiful jewelry. Yeah. So nice. So nice. You are. Did you make that necklace? I made this one, but I normally wear the one she made. It's much nicer than what I make. (laughs) Yeah. It's so fun. We we actually you met Sarah for the first time at one of the workshops that we went to at um, Good Day Cafe in Fall River. Yes. And that was, I had so much fun there. I made a mala. I'm not uh, design oriented. No one would accuse me of that. It was very relaxing. Don't you remember? It was such a nice experience. It was like the best Saturday of my life. Yeah. And it's such a cute little cafe. And I felt like it was just really lovely to do something. Yeah. Malas. Oh, there were. And bath salts and stuff. I mean, too. It was like heaven. Our jam. Our jam. Cappuccinos. Yeah. A great Saturday perfect day. Sarah Kelly, what more could you want? That's awesome. So we can't wait to to dive into our conversation with her. Yeah, we talk about how she started her businesses, which I found kind of cool because she had like a more inspired approach, I think. Mm-hmm. So we talk about how she kind of got that. We talk about crystals, which I friggin' love. We love crystals. And her family and, and kind of how she manages work and life balance and all that good stuff. Yeah, super interesting. But it's been a busy, busy week for us. But before we do that, it has been a very busy week. We launched the podcast. We're still here. We're still here. We're still here. It's been the best week. And the very best part of that is we launched the podcast and we made it into Apple's top shows. Top 100. Top 100. We were ranked, which was friggin' amazing. Yeah. And I think that Oprah, we were right by Oprah, one of her podcasts. By Oprah. We were goals. Above, yeah, we were above her masterclass podcast, I think. It was yeah. freaking awesome. Super thrilled. I mean, we had a lot of goals, you know, set out for us. And that was kind of one of them just to, to get on the list. I don't even know if we ever talked about that, though. But that was a mentally I had I wrote that. it down the night before the podcast launch. Yeah. Yeah. I so, think we so, did so. awesome. Congrats to, well, to both of us. And more so, thank you to everyone out there who listened and downloaded. That's friggin' awesome. We appreciate it so much. And we hope you'll tell us what you think. Yeah. And someone did tell us what yeah. they thought, Ashley. Oh, my gosh. I was just thinking that. Is she going to bring that up or not? Tell them. Well, we got a little bit of heat for 
hating on giving golf a bad name as we, you like to put it we called it a rigmarole yeah it was a rigmarole um so uh last friday we actually went and played 18 holes at offspray ridge uh just outside of bridgewater yeah. to, to actually confirm or deny the rigmarole yeah so so jason ozom was listening and he gave us a hard time for saying golf was not fun and we took it to heart ashley we went out the next day pretty much we did how and did we do? First of all, it was a lovely day. It was a beautiful, hot September day, which it had been kind of cold since we had a hurricane a few weeks ago. It cooled down and it was a perfect day for golf. The Our score ooh, was not so perfect. We did okay. We did average, but apparently not average in a scramble. <laughs> There's a big difference, allegedly. It was a par 72 course. We got a 103. 102. 102. That extra stroke counts. 30 over. Yep. You know, our first time, it was my first time playing 18 holes. Our friend and uh, one of the other gals that golf with us, Kara Kim, she's a regular golfer. We were all kind of dissatisfied with that score, but she found a stat on Google that actually says that an average score for, uh, I think, a beginner golfer is, in fact, 108. So we were six uh, under that. But then we got shamed a bit when someone told us that, a scramble is much different because you have more chances to get a better score. So we need, we have some work to do, Sarah. We have some work to do, that's for sure. But I will say it was an awesome day. Like It was so nice to be out in the sunshine. I did enjoy that about the golfing. It was almost too hot. I wasn't dressed. What? I wasn't. I was expecting it to be a bit colder, so I should have okay. dressed lighter. Yes. But so. I did enjoy being out in the sunshine. I thought it was a great oh, way to that pass the day. I'm not good at golf, but it was fun. I think I would have liked to call it quits at 12 holes. Yeah. Too I think we should start. We gradually build up to 18. I think nine holes would be really nice. I do nine holes again. Yeah. Same. And then I'll have a full year to forget how much I found 18 holes too long. And then maybe next year I'll play 18 holes again. Oh once. my gosh. And I think it was really fun. <laughs> and I mean, we were having really fun with Kara and Katie. We weren't really taking it that seriously. So that was made it you know a really fun day but I feel like I would like to take it more seriously and actually try a bit harder not in a tournament no and I mean we were the only female team there yeah they gave us a hard time but we were the only female and we did win an award for the worst score well (laughs) but thank you (laughs) yeah we have they they will remember us next year and we next will be year, back. We're going for most improved. Exactly. So we need they to do get a give bit that better. they give that award out. So we'll go for most improved and we have lots of room to work. So maybe next week we'll get a we'll hit the driving range and get a lesson. Yes. Yeah. To work Let's on our get long that game. in the works. <laughs> yes. It's so much to think about. But it is a bit of a rigmarole. I will still stand by that. I'll stand by the fact that I still think it's a rigmarole. Yeah. And a bit too long. Yeah. But fun. But it My is fun. My dad actually, who is one of the owners of Offspray Ridge Golf Course, and he told me that some golf courses, I think, let me get this right, that they're designing nine hole, or sorry, correction, 12 hole courses. Whoa. So I feel like people That's think that I nine want. is too short and then 18 is too long. So I think 12 is 12 perfect. would be my dream. The I dream think, number. Yeah, I agree. And I think that we actually were like, figured it out oh we still have six or seven i can't remember holes left and we would have been fine ending it then but you got to stick it out we had to stick it out i was not pleased but yes we did so jason ozon we took your comment seriously we tried golfing again we're more open to it 
We still think it's a rigmarole. We'll try anything, really. But we're going to keep an open mind. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. But now, Ashley, it's time. I don't even know what you're going to say. It's time to hear our conversation with Sarah Kelly. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. I think we should switch gears and talk about the the woo in the world and Crystal's business. Yeah. She's such a positive gal. I feel like everyone's going to just love her energy and follow her. And let's dive in. Let's dive in. Today we have Sarah Kelly, guest starring, let's say, with Sarah and I. But I want to say what's up to both Sarahs. We have a double Sarah today. Oh, God, this is going to get confusing. Sarah squared. (laughs) Sarah squared. There's a lot of Sarahs in our life, I feel like, actually. So many Sarahs. But Sarah Kelly, welcome. Thank you. We're so happy to have you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're excited (laughs) to sit down. You're looking so good in your bright yellow clothes today. I love it. So, uh, Sarah, I first met you through Ashley Mm -hmm. at one of your mala making workshops. Is that when it first was? Oh. That's when, yeah. You told me. You were like, I have a friend. We're going out to Fall River to do this. Have we gone twice now? Just once, I think. I think I went twice. I think you did come twice. Yeah. Yeah. You came to a bracelet one. We need to go back, though. Yeah. Yeah, because you made bracelets and I made a mala, which I love. That's right. I'm wearing one of them now. Are you? Not the one I made. I Okay, I've been wearing two of the Mala bracelets for so long. And I took them off, I think, last week because I was going – I took my watch off everything because I have a really bad tan line mm-hmm. from the summer. And I just forgot to put them back on. I always see you wearing yours, so I know that you wear them all the time. I do. I'm not just saying that, <laughs> yeah. but I've just forgotten because I was, like, trying to get rid of the, the thick tan line yes, on my wrist. the stack. Murph, yours looks beautiful. My pink one. This one is designed by Sarah Kelly herself. Oh, it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you ordered that one. You didn't make it. I got it for Christmas. My sister bought it for me. Oh, nice. It's so lovely. I don't know that I knew that. <laughs> I like to see you wearing it. That's you really do nice. wear them often. Literally daily. Yeah. We were When we were actually away on a girl's trip, I think it's when we were in Nashville, Kara was having the pads, which we like to say like the post-alcoholic syndrome, al- alcoholic, alcohol syndrome, basically alcoholic <laughs> syndrome. And she was having like the big one about getting home because her flight was canceled. And Mer was like, you need to put these malas yes. on and like calm yourself. She was so funny. Yeah. You know what's funny? Um, sorry to cut you off there, no. but everybody says that they see people wearing them. Like you say you wear yours every day. I never see anybody wearing them. Really? Like I see myself wearing them, but yeah, I never like I'm not ever out in public and just see people wearing one, which is really do you funny. know if they're oh, yours nice. or if they're yeah I can tell really yeah. that's so interesting. How can you tell? I have a very distinct style, yeah, yeah, and a very different way. Um, the way that I work with the beads and stuff, and I can just unless yeah. somebody basically copied my style, then maybe <laughs> maybe not, but I can tell. Yeah, I love that. That's so cool. I think you posted something the other day about them. Maybe or something. No, I don't think. Like a new batch went out or something. Oh, I have some new styles kind of in the work. So maybe gotcha. that. So you're still like heavily into the mala. I am. Yes, Sarah I took Kelly a little uh, a little break over the summer so I could have time with my boys and not feel like I had to be keeping up with orders every day. Yeah. Um, but I still fulfilled like my wholesale orders and stuff like that. And now I feel super refreshed to get back into it and get back into creating yeah how did you start this business like oh it's uh it's funny there's so many different like roads i feel that converge to kind of make it 
happen. Um, How far back do you want me to I want to know the whole thing. I know nothing. Whatever you want to tell us. Whatever I want to go into. Sarah, first of all, I'll say one little, you know, pre-story to this. Sarah's always like business boss lady. I feel like you're always just crafting. You used to make jewelry before the mala stuff. Yeah. She used to make like other jewelry and stuff at the market. Yeah. So I was going to go back to then. Oh, there you go. Um, I've always made jewelry. Like even okay. in grade three, I was selling friendship bracelets <gasps> to my classmates. Um, and I'd be excited to like run home from school and make my friendship bracelets. It was always just something that I enjoyed doing and kind of did for fun. And um, then kind of after school and stuff and when I started working, I didn't make jewelry for a long time. And I was working in an office. I worked for an airline and for some reason, I just had this idea that I could and should work for myself. Like I had no reason to believe why I should do that. I but that. I just wanted this lifestyle and this flexibility. Um, and I thought, well, what can I do? And I was like, I should start making jewelry again. And I didn't go to school for it. I just sort of started making what I knew. Um And then every time that I kind of focused on it and I would hold like a sale or something, I would do really well with it. So I thought, okay, well, you know, maybe I'll try this out. And I left my job and then pursued the jewelry full time. And so that's what Ashley was talking about when I used to sell it at the farmer's market. Because you did earrings, bracelets, necklaces, everything. everything. Um, Very different than what I'm doing now. But when you look at sort of like my overall aesthetic, it's very much sort of the same. So yeah, I would work at like not work, but set up at the farmer's market every Saturday until I had Van, basically, my first little boy. And then before having him, I thought I would just keep doing it after I had him. And then I had him and I was like, oh, no, like this is a full time job. (laughs) (laughs) Newborn baby. I'm momming. (laughs) (laughs) Momming. So I kind of took a step back. And then when he was around like one and a half, I kind of started again. But I just wasn't inspired to do it at that point it felt more forced than anything okay so I kind of set it aside and I had another business opportunity come up in network marketing so I pursued that it was perfect for me at the time I think it was exactly what I needed in terms of like personal development professional development like community structure structure. yeah Yeah, it was just exactly what I needed at that time in my life but then a couple years into it I started feeling like that pull again like I it was this visceral feeling almost that I needed to do something creative and kind of get back into something like that. So I kind of started playing around with some jewelry designs again. And then I had this idea that I should make my own mala because I had seen malas and I kind of started like a personal growth journey and meditating. But all the malas that I saw on the market, I just didn't love them like they didn't really speak to me and so I thought well I'll just make my own because I can and and you'll know you'll like them I I know I'll like it and so I made my own it was kind of this was all kind of happening at the same time so I made my own and then I kind of posted pictures of it and then people started asking me for them and literally Sarah Kelly Designs was born oh my god amazing that's so cool I have so many questions Tell me questions. <laughs> I want to know. This all makes Sarah. You said meditating, mala beads. It's like all my growth. favorite things. Sarah's I just beaming. knew. <laughs> I think that's so cool that you kind of just followed those instincts. And mm-hmm. like, can you talk a little bit about what I what that was like? Because I find, especially Ashley and I, we both have those kind of um, creative instincts. But sometimes it's hard to follow them. Was it like a natural process for you, or did those kind of insights come quickly? It's always kind of been natural to me. Mm. Um, 
And I think because I do follow those cues, like I don't really second guess it. And I sort of pride myself as being somebody who does something, like who does it. Like if I want to do something Mm. or if I have an idea, I will do something about it. I don't just kind of sit there and dream up all these ideas without sort of taking action or whatnot. Like, so I think that. Sort of part of your natural personality. Yeah. And now you have a new company. So I'm just wondering is it the same process for that? Like you have a vision and you just kind of go through these steps and you know what it takes to, you know, have one business up and running. Mm -hmm. So is it easier to have two up and running? Yes. Yes. And no, of course. Um, it was definitely now. Exactly. It was definitely easier. Um, and even with Sarah Kelly Designs, because I had made jewelry before and I'd made so many mistakes, to be honest, <laughs> that I learned so much. And it really is through all the mistakes that you learn exactly what you need to be doing, whether it's in like my designs or how I'm marketing them or how I'm approaching people or what I'm saying yes to. It's yeah. all really in the mistakes. So yes, having done it, kind of like started one and having that under my belt really helped me launch the next business a lot quicker. And what's that called? That is called Conscious Goods Collective. Yeah. What Mm -hmm. is that all about? So that right now is a brand of reusable produce and bulk bags. So instead of using like the plastic bags uh, to put your veggies and fruits in at the grocery store or even at like, you know, the bulk food store, you can use these organic cotton bags and save all that plastic. Or the beach. You can use them for so many things. I saw you taking all your snacks to the beach. I pack snacks in them. Because you you could wash grapes mm -hmm. in them or something, let them dry and then just take Mm -hmm. them with you. How did you come up with this idea? This seems this is very different from the jewelry one. Yeah, it is. So it's definitely not like I didn't dream up, you know, reusable produce bags by any means. I had actually ordered a set online because I just saw myself using all these plastic bags. Yeah. And I had stopped using grocery bags, but I was still using produce bags. And right. it was such a waste to me. So I had ordered bags online. Um but I didn't love them. They weren't cute. They were falling apart. And I was like, they just don't align with my vibe. Like, I feel like I need a higher end, cuter, more durable, (laughs) (laughs) well-made. And so I decided to make them myself. Well, not make them. I designed them, sourced a manufacturer, and then had them made. Oh my God. Who makes smart? Um, So they're made in China, actually. Really? Yeah, I sourced a really good uh, manufacturer there who is Global Organic Textile Certified, which means that they have to go through all this criteria um, in like their labor standards, their, you know, materials and all that stuff. And yeah. How did you even go about finding a manufacturer? Like... That was a whole other thing that I had no idea what to do. Yeah. Um, So I actually took an online course. I paid a little bit of money and learned how to source source and, you know, like the questions to ask and what to look for. And I went through that process and which is great because it was a whole learning thing that I had no idea about. And now I feel super confident and it's kind of another skill under my belt. Crazy. Yeah. You just like Googled how to find how to do this in a course you found that you liked. Yeah crazy it's so smart because i'm so over the like you i take my Mm. grocery bags but i always use the little plastic ones there or lately i've been feeling really guilty about it so i've been just piling all my vegetables and stuff into my cart yes i don't know how sanitary this is well you're washing them when you get home anyways i still do that if i forget them. them so yeah yeah but that's awesome. Is yeah. it going well? Lots, lots of sales? It is. It is going well. It's interesting because it's totally different from 
the jewelry mm. in terms of I think that it's a new concept for people. So there's still a lot of education that kind of has to come behind it that, you know, people haven't really started switching that out yet. So yeah. it's kind of educating people and showing them why you'd want to spend money on these bags versus just getting the free plastic ones at the grocery store. Yeah. And yeah, so it's been interesting. It's been another learning curve for me. How are you approaching that? Um, well, I guess it's kind of part of what I do. And even with Sarah Kelly Designs is I try and offer like value to people. So sharing information and, yeah. you know, content and all that sort of thing. So it's just a whole other facet. I use social media for it a lot. You do an awesome people. job at social media. Thank you. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you, you need to teach us a thing or two. I love it. I think that's why I do. I think I do a nice job. You do. You, you <laughs> but do it's because job. I enjoy it. But yeah, so I use that um, to kind of show people and give them ideas and kind of show them why you'd use it and when you'd use them and stuff like that. That's, That's great. So cool. Get them thinking. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I know. It's so cool when you start businesses that like you learn so much, mm -hmm. like so many new things, no matter you know, I, I think doesn't make a difference what business you're on, whether it's like mm -hmm. the second, the first, the second, the hundredth. It's yeah. true. Like every time there's something unique about what you're doing. And it's kind of yeah. crazy, the stuff you learn. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And it must be different for you because especially with Sarah Kelly Designs, like you're the person physically making mm -hmm. that product. And for this one, is it um, shipping directly from China or are you managing that process? No, I manage that process. Okay. Um, I wanted to make sure at least from the beginning that I really kind of had my hands on it. And yeah. I also wanted to see what people wanted to like right now I only have them for sale in a set of seven kind of mm -hmm. like this assorted set but I kind of wanted to see like what are people gravitating towards are people buying the set and then they need more produce bags like should I start selling them separately so I kind of really wanted to have a good handle on having them with me and being able to kind of create different sets of them at least for kind of like Try the first things. yeah and then from there I'll be able to determine kind of what people are looking for and how I want to package them moving forward. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. so cool. We do that with work too. It's like there's such value there. in mm -hmm. being able to control. Um, well, it's not even that. Like people talk about, um, you know, like online sales and just driving people to that. But I think in the early stages of a company, like the more sometimes it can slow things down. Certainly that's not what you want to do, but being able to have those interactions with customers to understand what they're mm -hmm. looking for is so valuable to be able to actually kind of grow in a continuous way. And and like you said, like figure out what they actually want. Totally. And you know what? Had I not had another business first and I had have just started this, I maybe would have thought that like the drop shipping or like the direct shipping would have been the way to go. Yeah. But kind of already having a business and knowing that I kind of needed to determine a few things first, I think helped me make that decision. Yeah. Be, that's so be cool. hands on. I think that's, yeah. That's yeah. Great. At least for the first, the first round. That's kind yeah. of the fun part about it. This one certainly, I guess, too, from this perspective, the ability to grow this um, is kind of cool because it's it's not as dependent on you being able to physically make something. Exactly. And that's actually something that... I've been struggling with, I'll say, I guess, with Sarah Kelly Designs over the past, really kind of since I started it. Like, I do have people help me make it, but I struggle with the scaling part because it still is very dependent on me and kind of finding the right help and stuff is is a whole other facet, you know, that I have to kind of look into. So, yeah, all learning. All Good learning. problems to have. Exactly. Yeah, that's so fun. Yeah. What do you see in, like, 10 years for 
either or both together? Would there be kind of a collaboration or would they be separate? I have no idea. I think they will be separate. I think I'll like, because that was something I kind of went back and forth with, you know, should I just make it something that Sarah Kelly Designs is selling? But I think that they're just two kind of distinct entities. Mm. Um, So I think I will keep them separate. And I kind of like that because sometimes you're just more into one than the other. So you can kind of kind of you know, put more effort here or more focus here and be more creative with. Oh, my God. I love you. Yeah. I, no, I, I think, think it's great. so cool yeah. that you can flow between your businesses in that kind of like whatever you're drawn to way. And yeah, there's not a you. huge association with one and the other. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I wouldn't think like Mala Beads designer and the, you know, having a reasonable bag line. So it's kind of nice to have yeah. like two different personas almost too and have a whole mm. different audience maybe in both. It is. Yeah. And it, it's funny how distinct the audiences are like there's some overlap but there's also a lot of um yeah differences between them and you know like the whole zero waste low waste movement is it's a whole other world sort of on its own and Mm. when you kind of start getting into it more you learn more and yeah it's just it's interesting is there anything else that you you probably have envisioned i guess for um conscious good collective but that would be other reusable things or maybe you don't want to tell us <laughs> i do have some things in the works <laughs> um but i don't want to put it out there no, yet dun, because dun, i dun, haven't exciting. yes i do have some things in the so works. there's more growth to it yes. then oh that's cool yes do you have Can't a creative process you're going through when you're creating businesses or new things um i'm very much intuition driven and not i should be more <laughs> business driven sometimes but I feel like I have a good handle on that now so I can really kind of trust my intuition but I'm very much you know into alignment and what feels right and sort of um really paying attention to what I'm attracted to and if it comes naturally to me then I will do it but if I have to force it then I I really don't Mm. um which can be hard sometimes on the business side of things mm. versus like just the creative side of things that's something that I've had to kind of learn to fall in love with is the whole actual business part of running a business <laughs> not just like the jewelry making part and the bag it's like all these part. things need to make all this nice fun things happen exactly which, yeah yeah do you I know I put in the notes to to Murph about your vision board I remember mm-hmm. years ago you being like so into vision boards you mm-hmm. have one on your fridge do you do that kind of to birth one of these businesses or anything it's funny that you say that um kind of and to be honest I just kind of thought of this after Sarah asked me about my creative process because I didn't really think about it but I kind of use Instagram to be honest as my vision board now and so what I did with both of Sarah Kelly Designs and Conscious Goods Collective is before I actually launched my website Mm. is I started my Instagram and that way it really gave me an opportunity to figure out my aesthetic kind of what I wanted the overall branding to be like kind yeah. of what I was attracted to and then by doing that it gave me this basically like vision board or you know visual idea of what I wanted my brand and my website and all that to look like so that's kind of what I use Instagram for I guess cool oh yeah. that's so cool and I know I would like to know maybe there's people listening that would also like to know as well do you use any um like platforms or softwares or anything out there to help with your Instagram or for posting or are you just doing it manually to create that content I do it manually right now um I do use I think it's called Mosaico 
which lets you kind of like lay them out. I'm very big on like the aesthetic of my Instagram um, because Instagram is such a visual tool. So I use this so I can kind of move pictures around and see what it looks like. Because my biggest thing is that if somebody goes to your Instagram, they're going to decide in pretty much less than a second if they're going to follow you or not by the first nine pictures on your grid. Like you will look at somebody's profile and you'll either be like, follow or or not. That's so true. So I'm very big on sort of my layout and to be honest, it's just, that's a fun thing for me. I enjoy that. So it comes very naturally, but I would like to schedule them, but it's just not how I do things. <laughs> no. You know what? These are very selfish questions. And I'm so glad that you're telling us because <laughs> Ashley loves this stuff. And I'm like, sweet. She's lit up right now. Take it. All the info. I love, I love a good social media. I'm with you though, because sometimes yeah. you'll come across someone, you kind of look at it and scan it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially I'm for business. No you know, yeah. like for a business, I mean, if it's your personal one, maybe, you know, not dependent on sales and stuff, no. you don't care. But for a business, you want people following you. Like Instagram drives most of my business. So, Oh, really? Yeah, it does. Crazy. Well, I guess especially with the jewelry, it's like very mm-hmm. visually. Um, yeah, it's just visual. And yeah. especially if it's just something that you kind of, yeah, brand that you're into or inspires mm-hmm. you. So maybe you want to become a believer in it and hopefully lots of yes. people see that in yours thank that's you that's so cool i want to talk about crystals yes <laughs> that was one thing she told me when we were chatting before she's like i really want to talk to sarah about crystals and i don't even know if you're into crystals but i'm like she I uses am. them with the malas yes. so she's got to know stuff she's into oils yeah. she knows more than me i love all the stuff you love all the stuff i also yeah. love all the stuff all the woo Yes, we've got spirit cards here. Even yeah. I feel like them. your son knows a lot about uh, crystals as well. Van, he does. Yeah, and Kingston too. Actually, yeah, they're. Um, I think a lot of kids are very naturally drawn to gemstones and crystals. I oh, mean, yeah. think about when we were smaller, and you see these beautiful stones, Colors, and they're just—it's yeah. just such a natural thing for them to be drawn to. And essential oils, the smells. I mean, how can you not be into I that? I know, and it's so funny because I know actually like close to nothing about crystals other than I just like love them. Like they're just pretty. I like to hold them. They're in your bra. There's Mm -hmm. probably one in your bra right now. There's none in my bra today actually. I haven't been carrying them because once since I went on vacation, like I just – actually that's not true. I never travel without crystals. I love it. (laughs) They're always in my suitcase. I don't know I love it. But like I don't know anything about them. I don't know why I have these obsessions. Like Mm -hmm. I travel with them. But I wear them all as I find that good. As the, like a- fun- the funny thing is I think you told me this and I feel like at your workshop you mm-hmm. said this as well that there's no reason or rhyme to why you like one. But if you're drawn to say you have the hot pink on yours mm-hmm. that you should just that means you need that in your life. That's exactly what I was going to say. <gasps> yeah. I don't think that That's stuck um, with me. Yeah. I think sometimes we always feel like we need all these reasons for things but sometimes just liking something and being drawn to it and because you think it's pretty and it makes you happy when you look at it I think that's enough sometimes I agree I never thought like that and I you always talk like that if I pick something like oh you're really drawn to that and it's so Mm -hmm. true I'll even be at winners and sometimes I'd be like oh that picture wouldn't really go or maybe it's Mm -hmm. missing this or that but if I kind of go back to it and I realize I'm into it yeah then you should get it and I think that, I mean, I mean that in like life in general, like yeah. you were saying with a pitcher or with crystals. I mean, we always think that we have to conform or put ourselves in these boxes, but it's okay to just 
do something like something a little bit. You don't have to be a pro to do something. You don't have to know a million things about it to do, you know, like yeah. it's okay to just do something because you like it or have it because you're into good. it or exactly. Yeah. How do you use crystals in your work? Obviously, but. Oh, I have, I've been collecting rocks and gemstones like since I was little again. Aww. So it's something that I've always been very drawn to. Um, my friend or my parents' friend in Toronto, actually, when we were little, mm. used to gift me these gemstones and crystals and sort of that's how I grew my rock collection. My grandmother was very into gemstones and crystals and all that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, I have them in my house in different places. So I have like ah. a big rose quartz in our bedroom. I have an amethyst in our living room. So rose quartz is really good for like love. Um, and not only like love between you and somebody else, but yeah. just compassion, empathy, sort of self-love, self-care. Yeah. Amethyst is really great for um, dispelling negative energy. So kind of keeping just a nice zen space pyrite i have in our house as well yeah, which is yeah. really good for abundance and prosperity which one's pyrite is that the goldish fool's gold fool's gold yes mm-hmm. okay. i have i have that i have the amethyst amethyst mm-hmm. what do we have in the corner the c- c- this oh that's a good one to have in yeah. your office i have yeah. it in the corner of my house as well like that's yeah. like success and yeah. all that sort of thing yeah Ooh, we try and send some. the good vibes yeah, yeah, you pirate. and I went through a really. We went to Earth Goddess mm-hmm. multiple times oh for my God, a while, love- and we were really obsessed with just buying so many mm-hmm. crystals. I have a lot now. And what's a Gwyneth Paltrow? She recommended on Goop. It's a Canadian company. Little Box of Rocks. Yes. Yeah. You told me company. about them. Yeah. Yeah. They are a great gift. Every time I give that to someone, and of course I like write the like classic heartfelt note. I like take a moment to like channel their energy. Yeah, everyone cries. Everyone calls me crying when they get that. That is so sweet. Did you see what I did for Van's party favors? No. (laughs) So Van, my seven-year-old, had a birthday party in August. It was a pool party. And again, I was very much with the low waist and stuff. I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to have a birthday party with all this junk and all this garbage and give out these party bags that people are going to throw out when they get home. I want them to have something that they'll enjoy and they'll use and they're not going to go to waste and so I was kind of trying to think of good ideas and things that you know like these little seven-year-old boys didn't already have and would enjoy and I was like what if we put together little gemstone sets and Chris my husband was like that's lame (laughs) and I was like I think it's amazing so I asked Van and he was like yeah I think that's a great idea so we put together this little you're like the seven-year-old agrees with me (laughs) it's his birthday and he probably knows no one else is getting or giving a gemstone at their parties and I've heard from you know like I have a lot of people come to my workshops and they say oh my children love these and you know his friends will come over and they'll be super drawn to them so I knew they were you know they thought they were cool so yeah we put together these little sets with their meanings in them and so many moms messaged me afterwards and said how much they loved them and it's so thoughtful yeah and I put on there you know you can put it in your backpack and keep it under your pillow so it just oh, sort of gives them this little tool and the meaning so there's ones that were like calming and ones for focus and different things like that yeah and I'm a firm believer I don't think they bring you any let's say like magic power but I think it's a time when you hold it and you're just becoming kind of grounded or aware of you know say if you're stressed or you want to get rid of negativity you kind of like hold that and you think about the negativity or you think about what you need to get rid of or bring in and it just Mm -hmm. makes you kind of like have um conscious of that yeah like it brings you to like think about that i think that's really important and they just feel good to kind of hold and look at and 
yeah, well, they say what you think about, you bring about. So when you, you know, if you need some calming and you have one, that's just kind of bringing you into that moment and letting you sort of settle down or ground or maybe if you need some prosperity or abundance and you can sit there with one and sort of meditate on it and yeah you might have something pop into your head that maybe you wouldn't have thought of if you didn't kind of give yourself that time and space to sit there i think that's what's kind of cool about them is you can kind of get whatever you want from them and yeah totally god love everyone in our office i think they think we're not sash and i but Mm. i only have one crystal on my desk but sometimes i know when i need one and you have few Mm -hmm. there's a line of them across my. oh there's at least a dozen in my things i just like find them all the time but like i feel like it's funny because even there's moments where like jeff is drawn to them or dk will like pick one up and like people around who are like this is really popular too (laughs) yeah oh the palo santo wood yeah Oh yeah! Mm-hmm. Everyone, Everyone likes to their like eyes that. when we brought it into yeah. the office. Every person uses it. They yeah. love it. <laughs> it smells amazing, and you know what? If anything, it just sort of shifts the mood. It's just something to kind of, mm-hmm. you know, make I you love pause. The smell and, of it. Yeah, shift the mood of the space. Yeah, I think it's that making you pause is like people can just pick up crystals or the Palo Santo, whatever, and just have a moment. Yeah, have a moment to themselves. Mm-hmm. As we're sitting here, I'm also thinking about your four-leaf clover yes what sarah used to find probably still finds so many four-leaf clovers like she'd be posting all the time how she was i actually haven't found any in a long time i've never i don't know if i've ever i know but tomorrow now there's gonna be like yeah i probably i feel like this week you're just gonna be like boom boom. boom, i was at dozens i found dozens in my life Yeah. yeah it was a thing i remember yeah. you always saying how you used to find them yeah and i was at yeah. outdoor boot camp i've been going like once a week mm-hmm. now on tuesdays and i remember sitting in the grass we were stretching at the end and i mm-hmm. kind of looked and was just chilling no so i have this funny thing that i always say about how i find four leaf clovers and i say that i find them because i look for them and i feel like that can be applied to life in general is that you find Whatever. what you're looking for mm-hmm. like if you are actively it's like when you get a new car, for example, and now mm-hmm. you have like a certain car and then you see everybody driving the same car, whereas before you wouldn't have noticed all these people. Mm-hmm. You see what you're kind of looking for. So I think that's why I always found them because I loved finding them when I was little and growing up, I would still actively look for them. Chris and I would be golfing and I'd be like at the tee box. He'd be teeing off and I'd be <laughs> down <laughs> looking for four leaf clovers and he's like, can you not? <laughs> so I find them because I look for them. But you're like, okay. I just that found two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing you being out and they're just staring at you. They do that like, too. Here they are. Sometimes they do do that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. We're going to go on a hunt one day, Murph. Yeah. I know. No, I'm, I'm like, it's the right time of year. We're, it is. I'm going to find some four leaf clovers tomorrow. Yeah. Good. Find some and we'll tape them on the walls of this office. <laughs> yeah, stick them in your books, like flatten them in your books and then they'll dry. And my dad actually has one still laminated in his wallet that I gave him like years ago when we lived in Toronto. So that would have been, oh my gosh, like 25 years ago. What? Yeah, and he still has it. And if you go through my bookshelves and flip open my books, like four leaf clovers will pop out of them because I just find them, go home and stick them in there to kind of press them. Oh my God, that's so cute. Yeah. You have to make some artwork. I know. All your four-leaf clover finds. Yeah, I'm I loving should. all this. You've had all the good vibes always. How I guess do you, so. How do you find, <laughs> speaking of Chris, and obviously you have two little boys. Yes. Like balancing all this stuff and like kids, husband. 
How do I balance it all? No. Uh, how, how do you find <laughs> it? Yeah. Um, do you, so, do so you balance it I don't. All. <laughs> I, kind of. Kind of, I guess, is the answer. Um, Everything exists. Kid, Everything exists. The kids exist. Yeah. The businesses exist. You're married. Some things always get more attention than others. So some days it's my business. Some days it's my kids. Some days it's my well-being. Um, it's all been, again, a learning curve and kind of trial and error and... I outsource where I can. So in terms of like things need to get done around the house or whatever, I have a housekeeper. I put Kingston in like part-time childcare. Yeah. And that's how I kind of try and find my groove and my balance. And some days I feel like I nailed it and other days I feel like I didn't. But that's Those just days you're like, today's a day. Exactly. They're both so cute <laughs> though and so good. I feel like they're they're How super Kingston? sweet. Kingston's four and a half. Oh, that's like a rambunctious age. Yeah. And they're very different. They're very different. Yeah. They're their own little people. So cool. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. I've like one of my best friends just had a baby. And actually two, two of my close friends just had babies. Yeah. But this is like the first time I've been around kids in years, like since with my family, like all my cousins were younger than me and I grew up with them. But like I've been. I've like realized the other day, I was like, I have not been around a baby probably mm-hmm. in like seven, eight years. And it's kind of, they're like wonderful little people that you can learn so much from. You know what I was thinking the other day? It's funny that you say that is children are the biggest catalyst for personal growth. If you recognize it as that. Yeah. Instead of just, you know, seeing them as challenges or other things. But um, I've never grown so much as a person or just in my own I don't even know how to explain it but they really make you take a look in the mirror and kind of or you know what not take a look in the mirror it's like they're little versions of you holding up mirrors to yourself showing you the areas that you either are doing well or could do a little bit better and yeah yeah that's especially I think with like I'm always like oh my god what would I do with a child I'm notorious for like showing up places at the exact moment I need to be there or never or much (laughs) after or or much after like the airport's like a classic I'll leave myself exactly enough time to get there 45 minutes before and there's moments where I'm like someday I'm gonna have a child with me and I won't be able to do this but you just figure it out Murph is very you're obviously extremely smart but I feel like when it comes to time and even getting from point A to point B to point C, she's yeah. she's got time for everything. And I sometimes think, no, you don't. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're one right. task takes twenty minutes, and yeah. she's like, oh, I can do all three in twenty. I'm very much the same. Are you? Someone yeah. told me. I like, wish I wasn't, but I am. I know. Someone told me it's like an optimist thing. It's like you mm-hmm. just think you can do more with time than you have. And I yeah. never lot time for travel. Like hardly no. ever. Because I'm always just like, oh, okay, next I'm going to do this. And mm-hmm. in my mind, like I'm there. There's mm-hmm. no like, how do 10, I get? 50 minutes of traffic. or That's why I have exactly. to live in the city. Yeah. Like yeah. at its core, close to all the things I go to. Because if I lived somewhere where I had to drive 20 minutes or like 40 minutes, mm-hmm. God forbid. We'd never see you. No. No. Not a chance. I would just never leave. Now, that's, again, I mean, that's a problem with living in Fall River, too, is I, I'll look at something and I'll be like, okay, it says it'll take me 20 minutes, but I don't a lot traffic or parking or anything else. I'm like, okay, I'll leave 20 minutes before I need to be there. Me too. I'm so. the complete opposite. I have everything. If I'm going to the airport or doing anything, I allow, I've, I've got every, in my head. <laughs> I wish I was. I block everything to a T. And I think no. that's, I'm trying to do that. I appreciate that about mm-hmm. you a lot, Ash. And I'm I'm like trying to take that on. I even mm-hmm. was 
before we recorded this podcast, I like went home because I was like, I need a meditation for a moment. Mm-hmm. And I was going to meditate for 10 minutes. I looked at the clock and I was like, you know what? I have to drive back down to the office. <laughs> so I'm going to be late no matter yeah. what because I'm You meditating. were early today. But what? You were nice. You were very early today. Uh, well, I only meditate for five minutes. And instead of doing my spirit card at home, I brought the pack down here and did uh, it here. Well, there you go. <laughs> You're picking up a little, picking up a little of what Ashley has going on. Yeah. That's great. It's you're so you're funny. you're evolving. I'm I'm evolving. Did your spirit card or your spirit animal tell you anything about that today? My spirit animal told me I feel like I'm going through something right now, like a soul mm. transformation. Is how I keep is how I keep referring to it. Interesting, cheesily, but I'll tell you why. Um, but I feel like I'm going through it now because I like finally like admitted that I need to deal with this is like for six months now, which is crazy because mm-hmm. I felt like I was dealing with this three months ago and I wasn't. I've had like a lump in my throat oh. and it's been driving me insane. And last week I was in such a bad mood. You remember, Ash, like one day I was like so upset. Mm-hmm. You were sour. I was I like and couldn't cry. you're rarely sour. I know. But what it was is like I come back from vacation and I sort of went on vacation being like maybe I just need a break and it'll mm-hmm. just go away and solve itself. And then that day it like came back and then yeah. I was just like so upset. And I was like, I don't and know you're what's thinking, going on. I'm not on a boat in Greece. I'm in this. Yeah, gray I'm, not, I'm not in Greece. Right I'm not now. drinking rosé at lunch. Yes, yes. So then I like had like a mini meltdown that night. But like, well, not really. I was just cranky. But so now I've been like, okay, there's something going on, and I need to like kind of start like meditating, journaling. I don't know what. I I was like, I don't even know how to deal with this. But I'm just mm-hmm. going to start writing things down. But I got the phoenix yesterday which is like the karmic fire thing Mm -hmm. it's like you're gonna burn all the old baggage and crap and then i just got the eagle which just said you're about to be thrown into the karmic fire and like hold on you're stronger than you think so i feel like i'm just that's the vibe that i'm in right now do you um are you into energy work at all like chakras so I don't yes. know. <laughs> like, so but yes, I'm open to you're da- everything. You've dabbled living, a so. little bit. The throat yeah. is the throat chakra. Yes. And it's for like speaking your truth. And that's not only speaking your truth, but it's also living your truth. Yeah. So maybe you're out of alignment in an area or maybe. I feel like there's stuff I've been ignoring and it's mm-hmm. like time for me to start moving into new parts in my life or something. It's like mm-hmm. what I'm thinking um, but yes, that's what it is. It's like a hundred percent. I'm ignoring something yeah. and it's like not you're pushing it down or something. Be. It's not. Yeah, it could be that you're sort of holding something in, or you're you're no, you know, you're meant to do something, but you're not, or you have something to say to somebody, but you're sort of holding it in or biting your tongue. Mm. Um, I have a girl, and I will send you her information. She does energy work, and Ooh. if you're into that thing, I can. Oh, she's. I would it. love. I'm I can connect it. you. I, I went too. to Reiki for the first time because of again, mm-hmm. like I was just freaking out and was like, I don't know what's wrong. Why do I have this lump in my throat? And it's nothing physical. Yeah. Like, um, and you're I, in good health. I'm in good health. And yeah. like, I know that. <laughs> I've seen a doctor recently. <laughs> but like, but I do know that. I'm pretty in tune yes. with my body, which is nice. And mm-hmm. so I've actually like at first I was like upset and I was like something's wrong. But then mm-hmm. I've finally kind of resigned to the fact like nothing's wrong. Mm-hmm. But what this is telling me is like I actually have something I need to deal with. Mm-hmm. And I'm going through a process that I've been ignoring. My body is now shouting at me being mm-hmm. like you need to sit down and listen. And there's mm-hmm. like things that you need to connect with and I think that's exactly and I think the last like two and a half years like after I closed my 
my startup, mm-hmm. which was like a crazy thing. And when that business came to an end, like mm-hmm. I was just so exhausted. I was not in the mood to create anything. It yeah. was like, like that Some was draining. very clearly not a creative time for me. It was like a recharge. Yeah. And I feel like I came to the end of that and I've just sort of been lazy about getting back to like creating things, which is, I think the podcast is kind of a good outlet for that and it falls yeah. within that umbrella. But totally, I think it's something along those lines. Like it's mm-hmm. time for me to start doing and expanding and creating stuff again even having that self-awareness though that's what i was just gonna say such a good first step because most people wouldn't even have that so you're on the right path oh my god well you know that's the hardest thing is well you're good at recognizing that but i think that there's probably a lot of people like there's so many Mm -hmm. you know people have anxiety issues or Mm -hmm. stress issues that you kind of just keep pushing things away in a way and i know i'm totally guilty of that too but it's nice to be aware and then mm-hmm. yeah, even through your journaling you might start to realize what's bothering mm-hmm. you like sarah said or it might mm-hmm. come out of that yeah and i'm not like a big journaler but i think going through this it's like books that i've put down or put aside like mm-hmm. even a year ago last summer when i was in greece sailing i started reading this book and i loved it and i got halfway through and then when it came back i just never kind of finished it it literally sat on my nightstand for a full year because mm-hmm. i brought it back on this trip to finish oh, it oh really too yeah. funny and i and i picked it up again and i like for a year wasn't interested in reading it yeah. and for me now and it is like it talks about kind of um just like learning from your own intuition and journaling and things like that and like how to ask questions and i don't even know what i'm doing but i was like screw it i'm just going to start writing shit and things will maybe things will come out well, yeah. you're in a much better mood this week, so I think it's working. <laughs> what book is it? Uh, Earth is Hiring. Oh, it's, I haven't heard of that one. It's by this Instagram. Um, no, she's not an Instagram startup. <laughs> that is wrong. So she <laughs> I was I incorrect her really? through Instagram. Okay. She's an Australian. She's an Australian, period. Um, but she was really big into... Um, like network marketing through mm-hmm. isogenics was something. And I think that's how she kind of grew her following. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just started following her because I liked what she used to post about. And actually, that's how I found the spirit cards that I got. Like, she's oh, kind of really a bit like wacky mm-hmm. and pretty lighthearted. Like, she's not like super serious nice. and like real, which is what I enjoy about her on Instagram. Like, she's super chill. And then she released this book, like, just by chance. Like, I don't know how I found this chick. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so I ordered it and I really enjoyed it. And because you out. were meant to find it. I know that's, that's the thing. It's like, and I totally believe in things like that. Like yeah. when I'm not into reading something, I'm like, nope, not the time for me. Mm-hmm. But it was like I've been feeling lost the last few weeks. And I was like, it's the time for this book to come back out. That's I so like nice, it though. Yeah, hmm. you used to be really. You probably still are, but I feel like you did a workshop and you were talking about different books that you had read. I remember specifically you talking about like mornings and being this morning ritual. Yes. Do you still do that? No. No. <laughs> Probably because your kids. I, I feel like there was a book. I can't remember. But you, you know used to get why? up early to. Mm-hmm. I still get up early um, most days. But I don't have a strict routine anymore because I like to call myself a recovering perfectionist. And I find <laughs> that when I set these standards for myself, if I say, for example, I say I'm going to get up every day at six o'clock and this is what I'm going to do. If I miss a day, instead of just saying like I missed a day and I'll do it again tomorrow, then I dwell on the fact that I missed yes. a day of doing something. So 
right now, my only sort of routine is to just make sure that I get up before the boys have time for myself. So there's a couple mm. days a week that I go to boot camp early. Um, the other days I'll get up and read or sometimes it's just getting so up and showering before they get up and just having time to myself so that mm. it's not a big panic when they sort of get up. So I've taken sort of like that routine off the table but there's things I still will pick and choose from it I'm still really into books and reading of course but I don't do like this whole routine sort of thing anymore but I feel like that in itself is kind of like a ritual it's like like you said just whatever you need that morning Mm -hmm. for yourself yeah like that's so nice so soul nurturing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're good at that too I feel like you have a good morning routine but you're you don't stress yourself out about doing it or not I probably would have at at one point Mm -hmm. like what you kind of said Sarah's like where I would have been like my morning routine at one point was getting ridiculous it was like (laughs) traveling 12 steps and I was like I can't I've traveled with Sarah several times or Murph let's easier to (laughs) know who's who um yeah she brings up the journal oh yeah Mm -hmm. the crystals the she has the meditation you have a good routine yeah my yeah I think the big thing for me is like I take the spirit cards with me everywhere and I actually try this year getting rid of them. Mm-hmm. And this has kind of helped me with that perfectionist thing is like it doesn't have to be the same every morning. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of more actually what I think with the ritual is, which I think kind of lines up with what you're saying. It's like yep. I'm like whatever I need mm-hmm. or whatever I'm drawn to is what I'll do. Because this week I've kind of been sitting in bed because I'm going crazy slowly as I mentioned, <laughs> reading in the morning because I'm like, I need to read this book. Mm-hmm. And I and sometimes at the end of the day, I won't create time for it. And in the morning, I'm like, I want to read. And that's mm-hmm. like a gift. It feels so nice. It is a gift. Yeah. Yes, it's totally. That's how I feel about just sort of giving myself that time. So I'm not a crazy person trying to get myself ready and the boys ready and everybody yeah. out the door. It's, it's a nice little gift you give yourself before the day starts. And then if you don't get back to it, like if if mm-hmm. the day goes sideways and you don't get back to it, you're like, whatever. I had it for a few minutes. But yeah, totally. reading right now, I'm into that. But every morning, spirit cards, I meditate like faithfully mm-hmm. and spirit cards. But now I'm doing less meditation, like shorter meditations mm-hmm. and like making sure I journal because I feel like I need it. Like you I have don't something know what's to going let on. out. Yeah. <laughs> That's so nice. Do you have a morning? routine ash not really and i feel like i should i'm also i'm not a recovering perfectionist i am a perfectionist Mm -hmm. so i feel like i would stress myself out about that and maybe that's why i don't do certain Mm -hmm. things um jeff and i usually get up around the same time i wish i got he usually wakes up before me Mm -hmm. but i wish i got up and had time to myself because even if i wake up ahead of time i kind of sneak down and try and be so quiet Mm -hmm. and make my coffee and if i want to watch the news or i want to just go like look on pinterest or read emails just to be alone in the morning is heaven yeah and i love him but i feel like probably like you with your family just to have Mm -hmm. time to yourself is so nice in the morning it's sunny Mm -hmm. if you had a good sleep you feel so good 20 minutes yeah i don't want to talk to anyone i love having time to myself morning (laughs) (laughs) i love my solo time Uh, yeah i need that downtime that's so nice yeah i I love that it's great um I've been looking at your ring on your left hand, Sarah. The, bit, the giant piece ring. Is that your wedding ring? It's my engagement cool? ring. Yeah. Oh my so God. my wedding band is tucked under it, but that's my yeah, my engagement ring. It's like a blinged out peace sign. You guys have been married for a long time now. It's been eight years. Eight years. Okay. Yeah. So about we we were just nine. I thought you guys got married yeah. before. No, we're two thousand eleven. 
Sarah was stunning. I'll have to show you some pictures. Oh, you're. I want to see. No, you were. You're they adorable. got married down south, and she was like beach goddess. I feel uh, like I'll Ooh. take it. Yeah. <laughs> your hair. Oh, your, thank like, you. Accessory you had in. I always say that I'm so grateful that I got married before Pinterest was <gasps> really a thing. Because I didn't care at all about the little things my wedding. I just yeah. wanted to go away and have a big party with my friends and family for a week. I didn't care what the chairs or the tables looked like. Even the meal. I was like, as long as everybody has food, Mex- I don't You were really, in Mexico, right? You were in Mexico. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. thinking we're in Mexico. No one's noticing so, that. Yeah, that's yeah. probably so freeing, too, like, in not having Instagram either. It's like... Totally. Not everyone's documenting your wedding in detail. Yeah. Like, mm. little. I feel like it was just kind freer. of starting then yeah yeah i kind of think that way too i feel like i had a wedding planner which was great still had Mm -hmm. all the things at the time i wanted but now looking back i'd probably be psychotic yeah or i wouldn't care at all and just Uh, yeah i think you wouldn't care at all i feel like i would just be over the big reception in the hotel like Mm -hmm. not into that at all and you everyone's the the same to get married too like you were one of the first of your yeah. friends and i was too and i and think everyone that does helps. the same thing over and mm-hmm. over it's like bomb mm-hmm. it helps me do not. something different people totally <laughs> we don't want to go to the same thing year after year don't worry love yous when i get married we'll do something weird you'll be pissed probably <laughs> <laughs> the love of god why we just do something i'll normal. just be behind you or going around with crystals just handing them out to people <laughs> sounds amazing yeah those will be the party favors for everyone. Totally. I can help you with that. Perfect. Yeah. I have experience. This will be great. Someday I'll she get married. She can bag them, put them in. Totally. I'm yeah. a big fan of the crystal party favors. I think that's dope. Yeah. Great. This is excellent. One thing Done. on the list. Perfect. Now we just need to find you a man. <laughs> well, we got the crystals. She's story. got lots of men so in the easy. pipeline. I just mean like the The, the, the one. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not worried about it. No, good. No. <laughs> she knows it'll come. Yeah. And I don't time know if this is, right. is too personal of a question. I had it written down. I'm like, should I ask her this? Ask what, me. What's it like being married to Chris or being married to how many years older is an he? Older man. Like an older man. Like he's 13 and a half. Older man. Years Ooh. older than me. Yep. And it's awesome. Um, I say that I've always been attracted to older men, I feel like. Like, yeah, just really. in a way that I could never really picture myself being married to somebody my age. Okay. I always knew that whoever I married would be a little bit older than me. I didn't mm. think he would be 13 and a half years older than me. <laughs> um, but you know what? It's so funny because now the age, I mean, obviously when we got married, the age didn't make a difference, but now it doesn't make a difference. And it's funny because he's actually better friends with all my guy friends, like yeah, Jeff that are and all those our, our guys, age, yeah. yeah, than I am. You know, like I'm friends with all, all the wives, closer to the girls than I've always been a girls girl. So, I yeah, but it. it's funny. Yeah, no, it's awesome. We both he's have a super our, nice guy. So, oh, he's you guys are a great couple. He loves me for who I am, and that's all I could ask. Because <laughs> that's lovely. All the woo and all that. He just lets me be me, and yeah, because he doesn't and... give off that vibe at all. No, no. He's no, like he's not. He's not guy, into crystals. Like golf I guy. <laughs> but you know what? I find guys are kind of like that, though. Because even with Jeff, and I find there's like there's kind of like two guys that I see most often when it comes to all the crystals, the woo, and the fun. It's like once you're like, absolutely, I don't like this stuff. Don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then even the ones that are into it, I feel like the into itness is just like openness to it totally and they accept it through like 
people around them being into it and sharing things with them. I think that's a good way to explain it. And I think I'd say that's how Chris's too is he doesn't hate it by any means. Yeah. He doesn't carry them in his pocket like yeah. I do, but he's very um just accepting that that's what I like and that's, you know, around us and I think that's honestly why we have such a great marriage and relationship is because he just accepts he who I am you. and I accept who he is and we have our own interests, but then we have our together mm. interests and yeah, that's why it works. I think that's so nice. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you for having me. Oh, my God. This, this has been great. awesome because I feel like I just love you from afar. <laughs> this sounds so creepy. Likewise. But I'm, it's just like so nice to actually chat with you and like thank you. Uh, learn more about all, all the things that you we'll love. We'll have and- to have a, a mala session again soon. Oh, my God. We're yes. coming to your next course. When's your next jewelry course? Saturday. You want to come? Is it yes. in Fall River? <laughs> it is, yes. Maybe. She's gone on a on a retreat. Yeah, I may be at your spa day, but oh, I'm coming. Fun. Yeah. Well, we were yeah. supposed to go on Saturday, and same as my workshop, it was supposed to be last Hurricane. Saturday, but <gasps> got pushed to the Saturday. But Ooh. there's a couple spots open, so. Oh my gosh, oh. I'm gonna come. How can people? Yes. But this is gonna come out after that. But how can people find you and get in touch with you? So social media is the best place. So for Sarah Kelly Designs, it's at Sarah Kelly Designs. Um, no H on Sarah. <laughs> and same as Facebook, all that sort of thing. So yeah. Perfect. Well, we'll share those. And we'll, yeah, we'll definitely post about your, all your businesses. All of them. All, all the things. There's so many. <laughs> You're killing it. That's Thanks, girls. Thanks so much for coming, Sarah. This has been awesome. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We love hearing from you. So please let us know what you think. You can email us at rivalandqueen at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and even leave a review. You can find us on all social handles at rivalandqueen. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.